And I think we're live. Yes. Yes. Sabaho, everybody. Um, Sabaho, everybody. Welcome back to the channel. It is December 26th. Um, in some parts of the world, it's actually Boxing Day. This is the day where everybody gets to enjoy their Christmas gifts. And of course, uh, in the U.S., it's actually the day after Christmas. And I hope you guys had a great, um, a great and safe holiday. Uh, and hopefully, everybody's doing great. Um, today is actually kind of like a nice little uh, closeout for the year. It's episode fifty-two of T Saturday Morning with Tech, um, with yours truly, TK Bay, of course. And uh, today, we're actually going to be rounding up the end of the year. This is uh, by far the only, well, the last uh, Saturday in this year. So by next week, obviously, it'll be 2021. Hopefully, um, I would say hopefully a better, more prosperous and safer year than what we had or what we all experienced in 2020. That's the best way to start off the, uh, this episode. Um, also, what I wanted to share with you guys today is a super exciting, super, super exciting unboxing of and i'm sure i'm not like the last person but i'm hoping i'm the only one that, that has the entire package but essentially this is a limited edition uh cyberpunk 2077 as you guys know big fan of the game uh, big fan of the game been playing it for a while now and i finished it this through the first round and now i'm actually going through the second round uh in the corpse side uh but again very very nice we're going to get a chance to unbox and check out all the cool uh, little options and things that come through uh vince is in the comments good morning good morning welcome to the chat um, I'm not sure if the chat's going to be behaving. We'll see. Uh, but with that being said, um, I will say I will basically start off by you know doing a little bit of a roundup of how things have been basically for us here for the channel. Um, I wasn't going to do an actual roundup this year. Didn't want to do an actual episode just to cover overall, just the closeout of for the end of the year. Uh, El Josa's in the comments as well. Michael, uh, Michael Forte as well. Good afternoon. I guess it's really, yeah, I shouldn't say it's Saturday morning anymore. It's, uh, it's 11 o'clock. It's practically lunchtime. Um, but yes, the, the year itself actually has been a very interesting year for everybody, everybody in the YouTube space. Uh, good morning, Sabaho Bob. Uh, and, um, the overall experience that we saw this year essentially is a, is a year of caution, a year of things to basically, um, there, there, it, there was a lot of stress. A lot of people were very concerned this year. Uh, but with that being said, there wasn't all, you know, all sorts of conversations being that way. There was always things. Um, there are things that we were able to rely on, uh, discover uh, improvements in certain telecommunication uh, type of sectors. And of course, uh, many different things that helped us do better. Um, uh, Seraphine's in the morning, is in the chat. Hello. Good morning. Matt Tyler. Good morning. Sabaha, my friend. And of course, uh, yeah, <laughs> Michael. Yeah, I should say uh, Saturday Saturday afternoon, morning, or evening, depending where you are with tech. Uh, Ali is Masao. Uh, <laughs> Ali's even saying that even it's even evening, obviously, depending where you are. Good afternoon from Glendale, Arizona. Oh, man. So we have a Glendale, California, which we also have a Glendale, Arizona here. In, uh, but I think we are the same time zone. And Joe's, of course, in the comments with us. Merry Christmas, Joe. I love that. I <laughs> love the little Santa, uh, Santa emoji there. And... Um, the overall kind of thing that's going on with this year, obviously, we had a lot of things going on. YouTube had its own development. Uh, we had things going on with, you know, there was no more shows. Everything is virtual. Everybody's doing their own virtual little uh, piecemeal events. Uh, Samsung had like literally almost four or five different unpacks this year just to be able to announce just their own things on their own. Uh, Apple had the same similar kind of situation. Um, Kansas City, Missouri, Michael. Hey, man, good morning. Uh, sorry, good afternoon. I keep forgetting. Uh, uh, I missed the last two of these because of work, not missing this one. I, man, appreciate it, man. I always appreciate Matt uh, and Joe and everybody else joining us, John as well, uh, and, and everybody else taking their time to just hang out with us here on this Saturday. 
Um, so I'm, I'll say this, the Cyberpunk Edition phone was something that was a very interesting surprise because I didn't know it was coming um, or at least when it was coming. I, I reached out and I said, hey, I would love to be able to check it out. Uh, and of course, the conversation kind of went, well, let's see what we could do. And that kind of went with the wind. Uh, and then, of course, the holidays came and I figured, well, nothing happens. I'll probably check back with them later on. And then lo and behold, uh, literally uh, Christmas Eve. FedEx drops off a box. I'm like, okay. And of course, the Cyberpunk edition is in there. Um, just one thing I want to give you guys a heads up. Uh, this is a, um, I guess it's a, obviously it's a limited edition, but it's also not a an international edition of the phone. Uh, as, far, as far as I understand correctly, this is a China version only. So this is, device was intended to be released in China. And I really hope, I'm hoping that basically OnePlus sees all the demand, all the excitement around the phone, especially from the outside markets and so on. Since you know Cyberpunk 2077 is is really a very an international type of a game, really, um, and I feel like limited edition devices like these from OnePlus are always exciting. So we'll get a chance to check that out. There's a lot of pins that come with it, I, and I'm thinking there's a few additional things coming up with it as well. Uh, so one of those things we'll you know we'll get a chance to jump into that. Uh, but one thing we'll have to say is that 2020 brought back the the live stream for me. That was something that I, I've done Saturday mornings with tech for years, but it's always been a one-off kind of an episode. And through a conversation with Carlos and, of course, um, the whole Amazon thing that I was doing at the beginning of the year, it kind of flourished and it became its own thing. So now, obviously, every Saturday morning we hang out, we get a chance to chit-chat and talk a little bit. Um, yeah, and, and Matt's exactly right. Yeah, the uh, the one OnePlus 8T concept phone that we saw over on XTA earlier this week uh, that had the, the the color changing back. I love the fact that OnePlus is not as not scared of creating unique concept devices. At the beginning of the year, they started off heavily. <coughs> sorry, they started off on a really big uh, stepping there with the McLaren edition with the built-in ND filter glass. That's the glass on the back of the phone that changes uh, and goes from transparency to basically a full-on black, basically essentially turning on and activating and deactivating an ND filter functionality on the back. Now, unfortunately, that device never became an actual phone that we could pick up. It was basically a concept phone. Uh, I was hoping there would be something similar to that around CES this year. I reached out, but it seems like there isn't much going on from OnePlus this year being with CES. And I think companies are a little bit more interested to see how CES functions when it's online only. So CES is still going to happen. Uh, my <laughs> Joe's like my my team is actually my team is actually winning a game and they scored three goals and, and now TK today's uh, today is best Boxing Day ever absolutely uh, so it is it is it depends on where you are uh, Boxing Day is the day after Christmas so it's something that is uh, depending on your where you are you you get to enjoy certain things like that uh, Sabaho Greg is in the comments again <laughs> we Matt Tyler is like ah, we lost. Um, so yeah, so totally, totally, really, really cool. I want to say thank you again very much to OnePlus for allowing me to check it out. Um, it is a loner. Sadly, it is not something that I <laughs> will be able to keep, uh, although I was very much fighting for it. Uh, it is running Hydrogen OS, not Oxygen OS. That's another thing that we'll get a chance to dive into it. So we'll get a chance to talk a little bit more about that. Um, channel overall did pretty well. I want to say thank you very much. And, and you know, we're blessed, of course, and the fact that even these times we were able to do pretty well. We grew about 50, I want to say 50,000 subscribers since the beginning of the year, roughly. So we started around 100. We're right now roughly hovering around 151, which is really nice. Um, the Arabic channel, also similar situation. It did really nice. Uh, thank God. And everybody's enjoying the content in both languages, so it's interesting. And um, that one crossed about 40k, so it's not bad. It's uh, definitely on its on its way, and 
um, without your help, without your support, showing up every week um, on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, all of those things. Obviously, it's as a community, we're always growing together. Uh, and then, of course, at the end of the year, we started up a new podcast with Juan Carlos and myself, uh, the best of your week, uh, best of our week uh, episode uh, channel. And um, I'm not sure, but I think we may be migrating that show to be on its own channel. I'm not sure if this hosting it on my channel and uh, so like my YouTube and his Twitch makes sense for uh, both of us. Since technically it's really its own product. It's not intended to be a replacement for my show or a replacement for his. It's its own thing. So we may be uh, breaking that up, uh, but I was able to grab the socials at least for that one. So in case we do decide to do that, <laughs> it'll be something nice. Uh I do. I do. Uh, and that's one thing I want to talk to Juan about that is the timing of it. Um, although if you did catch our Wednesday show, uh, it was a very, um, very prompt to guest showing up, hanging out, uh, turn out to be a two and a half, almost three hour show. Uh, Davin Davis, good morning. Good morning. Uh, and uh, it's it's one of those it was one of those surprises where, you know, Josh is like, Hey, let me jump in. And I'm like, okay, here you go. Here's the link. And he jumped in. And then before you knew it, we literally crossed, we were almost at a three hour mark <laughs> and it was like, it went for the, the show was supposed to go for about an hour and so on. Um, happy holidays to you as well, Davin. So with that being said, um, it, it was a lot of fun. And I think it's definitely something that it, that could see its own and it flourishes and builds on its own. So I think that's probably going to be the goal that we're shooting for is making this as an, as its own entity, not necessarily uh, something that lives on a channel uh, like one of our channels directly. Uh, but again, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Vince Nova, uh, yeah, Wednesday as much. It was, a, it was a really nice late show. It was really, really super fun. Uh, Juan and Josh and I have individually hung out with each other in, for over the years and have never been able to work it out physically or time-wise to be able to get all of us together. I don't, that is not in a, um, I would say like in a, in a show event where we're going somewhere to work. And those are a little harder because you get to see each other, but you, you're most of the time head down kind of doing your thing. Um, Oh, Rolando's in the chat as well. Good morning. Just passing by. Say hi. I'll try to catch up later. Of course, man. Of course. Hope be safe and hope you're doing well. Um, look, look out actually for uh, Ronaldo, 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 Rolando. Hi, Rolando's show uh, next week. He's working on a, a nice new show uh, that he's hyping up everybody on it. So it'll definitely be interesting to check that out. Uh, yeah, it, it was um, it was a fun show. It was definitely definitely a fun show. Uh, so again. Very nice. Thank you again to everybody for hanging out and doing all everything with us. Um, I did start a little bit later today, this morning, because I was trying to figure out some things in uh, ER 1980, of course. Assalamu alaikum Everybody, oh man, look at that. Uh, Max Lee is going to be send, uh, oh, sending me more phone, TK. Okay. Greg's going to be getting more phones so I can keep up with the custom ROMs. <laughs> I think he meant to say custom ROMs, not rims. If you're getting custom rims, Joe, you got to hook it up. Uh, sorry, Greg, you got to hook it up. You got to hook up the rims. But I think you meant custom ROMs. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, good morning, man. Good morning. So I'm not going to take, I'm not going to waste too much of your time. We're going to dive in real quick into the unboxing. <laughs> I, I knew what you meant, Greg. Uh, but with that being said, again, a lot of things going on this year, and hopefully there's some light and there's some hope for 2021. So my hope essentially is that you're spending a safe holiday time, that you're being with your family, obviously, and that you're able to basically, um, you know, in, enjoy as much as possible, uh, you know, the Christmas gifts and the unboxing day and, and, of course, getting everything set up correctly. Um, for me, it was very nice, very quiet. We hung out in the house. We literally ended up watching. Uh, so obviously, you know, Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, and of course, there was Soul, the two big movies that released on Christmas Day. And it could not have been better 
timed movies to be released because obviously everybody's at home, internet hours. My biggest worry on that day, honestly, was um, the sheer demand on the servers for HBO as well as for Disney uh, with the amount of subscribers that they have and how many people would want to watch that movie. So a release that's online with such a big demand where everybody, for the majority, I would say, of the subscriber base on both of those platforms, they were going to basically watch either Wonder Woman 1984 or they're going to be watching Soul. So the servers were definitely taxed and there was no hiccup, no no word of any issues. So that was very, very nice. Um, I was very, very happy with that part. Uh, so here, let's, let's start looking real quick into some of those questions. I think uh, Joe's answering that and uh, Kuldeep is in the comments. What do you do after reviewing phones? So that's an interesting question. So 59 Yashrout is asking, what do you do with after you're reviewing phones? So most of the phones that you see on the channel in, like I would say the, the rule more uh, rather than the exception are loaners. So those are devices that I get to try out, use for a certain amount of time, and then they end up going back. Some devices that I pick up on my own, so if I, let's say, buy them at that point, once I'm done with them, I turn them over, sell them, and then I buy new phones with that money. So the short answer is it's a cycle process. I don't benefit from keeping phones for an extended amount of time other unless, like, you know, generally, if I'm buying something, I may keep it for a year. And I say that mostly because I want to be able to do a video with it on my next cycle, meaning, you know, the next edition of it, then I'll keep. Uh, but in general, though, with like most devices, like Cyberpunk phone, for, for the most part, it's a loaner. I have to return that phone once I'm done with it. I don't have a long time with it, which is interesting because I do have a OnePlus 8T. So it's not like I don't have the 8T. This is a very limited edition 8T with custom, um, not only theme, um, hardware, casing, pins, the whole package. And again, this is a very nice phone. So to, short, to shortly kind of describe what I do, it depends. But in theory, everything kind of cycles through. So uh, either I buy it or I, I got it as a loaner, and at that point, it goes back. Uh, there are some devices that I tend to keep a little bit longer, like I said, just because I want to be able to do the follow-up phone on those things. Uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, Donald, saw how TK, I'm writing... <laughs> I'm writing on the pen from the oh the LG V60. Does this pen work? Um, okay, does this pen work? Wack and Bamboo Ink Plus Smart Stylus for Windows Ink enabled Tune One devices. Yeah, um, the Bamboo Pen is a pen that's enabled to work with Windows devices that in, that support pen input, so it should be able to work just as easily as a standard. Uh, surface pen. So you should be able to exchange uh, one or the other. As long as it's the battery powered one, then it should be fine. Yeah. See here. Oh, speaking of which, one. Uh, let me, <laughs> Matt. One second. So I wanted to show you guys my new shirt. My wife got me this one for Christmas. It's uh, obviously, as you know, Goku. After at the end of every fight, he likes to have his meal. So, of course, he's eating. He's enjoying. He's very, very happy. You get the nice little shirt there going on. Um, hold on. Let me see. Okay. So Lucas. Uh, Lucas is saying it's still rocking those lit Dragon Ball merch. Always, 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 always Dragon Ball. If you guys have known me for since the beginning, Dragon Ball is is a big part of what I what I like to do, and actually the site even makes decisions for me if I'm trying to buy a console if it supports the Dragon Ball games that I like. Uh, Matt saying uh, I'm so I'm so jealous of you guys getting Wonder Woman on demand HBO Max not available in the UK and VPNs don't work as a USA bank oh uh, details required okay very interesting so essentially even if you do VPN on an account that works in the UK uh, you would actually have to have an account paying for that account so your payment method has to have uh, a US based service so HBO is doing their job to try to circumvent that. Um, 
But if I remember right, Matt, I think it's going to be releasing within the next couple of weeks, right? That's on the 18th, if I'm not mistaken. So I think that's going to be one one of those. Um, and uh, Greg's mentioning, oh, so Greg's asking, have you tried um, Cinema HD version 2? Uh, not yet. Uh, and I'm not Cinema HD. I'm not, actually, I'm not actually familiar which one, which one that is, Greg, if you don't mind letting me know. Uh, <laughs> TK uh, TK still debating returning the AirPod Max post review. Uh, well, once, once I'm done with the review, I'll have to make a decision. I don't think I'll probably be returning them. If anything, I may end up just selling them. I don't think it's a. Um, I mean, I'm sure. It's, so here's the thing: there's in such short demand that even if I sold them for the original price, I'll probably get my money back either way. I'm not looking to make money off of it. Uh, I'm I'm okay with them. I like the fact that they are a different build. So there's a, there's a thing going on for them that I would say none of the other cans that I'm actually listening to or uh, reviewing are providing me. It's, it's it's really mostly the build quality. The build quality on the AirPod Max is definitely very nice when it comes to the actual um, ear cups on on both sides. Uh, there's some flaws in the design, but yes, uh, I, I don't think the AirPod Maxes are, are things that I think would want to. I would like to keep. Um, I think those are headphones that I was intrigued into trying, and the performance that I'm getting out of them is just not at the level that I was expecting. Uh, $600 pair of headphones to do, give me. I'm enjoying uh, quite a bit. Uh, two, I mean, these the XM4s are 200. Well, 279 now, but they were like at one point. The 270 on Amazon, on uh, Net, uh, Best Buy, and so on, for you know, for basically a holiday sale, and they are so much better. So for me, yeah, uh, AirPod Maxes are not going to be what I keep. Uh, Aditya is in the chat. Sabaho, hey man, good morning. Hope you're doing well. I, I, we are. Thank God, we are. We are doing well. We're home. Uh, we're we're sheltering in place. We're taking it easy, and we're trying to stay as as much as possible away from big crowds. So we go for walks, we hang out, but it's generally just uh, a nice, quiet, you know family Christmas and uh, end of the year, of course. Um, let me see here. Peter, Peter Nabil is in the comment. Uh, hey, man, good morning, uh, Joe. Uh, I've got much catching up to do on YouTube and podcasts. I can imagine. I can imagine, Joe. So holidays and everything, people traveling, hanging out with families, of course, uh, always, always going to be a situation where we, we need some time to kind of catch up on some stuff. So there's always a lot of things going on. Uh, so Peter's jumping in with a question on the OnePlus 9. Uh, well, the OnePlus 9. So we all saw the, the leaks. There's apparently somebody on on eBay that's uh, that's looking to sell a an early prototype version of a OnePlus 9, and it looked, at least from the leaks that we saw, obviously a new design on the camera setup on the back. Uh, but it also they didn't mention anything about the processor, or the camera setup, and so on. The short answer. It looked like a flat display, so it looked like they're going away from the curved edges from what we saw with the OnePlus 8 this year, because the 8 this year was the closer to the 8 uh, Pro, where it was essentially just a smaller version on the sides and as far as the aesthetic. So that was one thing I was interested in, uh, interesting to see, because uh, in 2020, only the OnePlus 8T, this guy, actually came with a flat display. The OnePlus 8 did not. Um, and of course, you know, this is going to be running Oxygen OS, probably running Android 11 out of the box. There's no question about that part. Um, as far as the processor, I, I mean, it's a pretty safe bet to say that it's going to be running the 8888. Uh, there's no, you know, there's no question as to, uh, you know, OnePlus not liking to use Qualcomm chipsets. They've been using Qualcomm for many, many years ever since they started. So it, at the very, very least, uh, what we saw, I think, in the in the image itself, that it said it was an eight gig of RAM, two two fifty six storage, probably the eight eighty eight. Uh, the sensor, there's a good chance it's probably going to be the same, the forty eight megapixel, maybe an up to sixty four. So essentially, what we're looking at is an upgrade into what we saw last year. 
Um, nothing indicated us that it was going to be a much, a much higher sensor, uh, with the exception of the way the design was done. So that's pretty much what we have right now. Um, but we are very close in the timing of announcements. Uh, so we're probably going to be hearing Samsung first. OnePlus, if anything, won't be releasing anything in January. It'll more than likely be something closer to maybe February, March timeline. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But it looks interesting and definitely uh, very, very much the design change from OnePlus. At least if if the if this prototype is truly a final prototype, because if we've all if we've learned anything from OnePlus over the years is at least what we saw with the OnePlus AT or not not OnePlus AT. I think it was a OnePlus Nord is they go through many prototypes before they release the final version. And there's no rhyme or reason for us to believe that what we saw right now is the final version. This could be just one of many different prototypes that they decided to send it to one of their view, uh, one of their uh, testers, which apparently is bad enough that he decided to sell it, he or she decided to sell it. Oh, the free movie content. Um, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. I didn't get a chance to, to check that out. Sorry, Greg. Um, oh, and then the Google Fuchsia. Uh, so the Fuchsia project going open source, going with development uh, to get support from developers to actually help pro the progress on the development for that uh, OS is something that's very unique. This is Google's way, way of saying, look, we're we're interested in this. We want to have it. We want to keep it going, but we just don't have the resources. We don't see that there is enough of a demand. We And it's been going on for quite some time, if you know. So we've seen, I think, early, long, long time ago, early, early, um, uh, screenshots, uh, screen, uh, you know, just UI elements of uh, Fuchsia OS, but we never really saw it fully running on a device. So hopefully this can actually happen. Uh, there could be a chance that we may start seeing hardware running Fuchsia OS um, in hopefully 2021. Uh, but I'm not sure if there's going to be a really a big push to have that replace or become the standard. It's too early at this stage. Um, I think I may have missed a couple. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to pivot off, uh, off of Joe's comment just to kind of go in and, and just kind of talk about this a little bit with Wonder Woman 1984. Um, without any spoilers, obviously, this is not a spoiler. Uh, this is a spoiler-free experience. Um, I watched the movie first time, and I'm in the process of watching it again. I want to watch it again and want to absorb a lot of things. Because you know, like when you watch a movie, you tend to miss certain parts. Um, and I have to say, the fact that it's included in HBO Max, it's just a super plus thing because I can watch a brand new released movie over and over and over, and I'm not having to pay a full 15 bucks every time I watch it because that's how much it would have cost if we saw it at the theater. Um, I think the initial impressions of the movie was very, very positive for me. I liked the elements that they were trying to do, the buildup of the story. Uh, what we ended up doing is on Christmas Eve, as we were <laughs> just hanging out and trying to get things uh, done for the day, uh, we ended up rewatching the first Wonder Woman, not the not the Justice League. We just watched the first one just to kind of have that whole, you know, the 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 the, the, the I would say the storyline continue. Uh, so short answer, I actually liked it. Um, I I want to say that it's not as if you had to compare the first one to the second one, I still think the first one is definitely a lot better. But there's a lot to die, uh, to understand and to, and to um, basically peel away and trying to get more conversation going from this one. Uh, this showed us a different side of Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman that was uh, going through a different part of uh, part of the experience, part of life. So it, we're no longer in World War One. Now it's in obviously 1984. So all of that without a single spoiler. So with that being said, Joe, I'm glad that you liked it. Um, and we'll have to see. Uh, uh, Greg is Greg is recommending Turbo VPN, Matt. Uh, 
So Greg, I think the problem, the concern that's going on isn't the VPN, it's the account. The account that they're using has to have a US bank account assigned to it. And if it's not a US bank account, which means it cannot be paid, it was not started in the US, hence you can't watch it even with a VPN. So there's there's different things going on uh, with that one. Uh, let me hear. We talked about Google Fuchsia. Let me double check. Da, 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 da. I think I jumped on that. Uh, I, oh man, I didn't realize I was going through. Okay, so Davin jumped in real quick here. Uh, I didn't think you uh, you would keep uh, you would keep them. Maybe Gen Two is better to uh, to semi justify the price. Uh, yeah, no, it, it wasn't. It, it was. I think it more of. Um, I think it just overall as a business, when you think of it in a sense, because I mean, you wouldn't. What we see here, obviously, on the channel is really more of a, a cycle or a business process of how long and how uh, what to keep and what to get and what to recycle and go through. Um, but when it came to the AirPod Max, I think um, I wanted to be impressed. I, I really wanted them to be the headphones that I end up using. because So what will happen with them is generally because it's Apple. Uh, for the rest of the year, whatever new pairs of headphones over the year or on-year headphones come out, they're going to be measured against the AirPod Max. For some reason, not that they're the standard, but because of the, again, I wouldn't say the SEO or any kind of search functionality that YouTube likes to play. So that was the rationale behind why I decided to pick them up. I always thought that this was going to be basically, well, so this is Apple's standard and how does it compare to the rest of the bunch? Uh, but I, I have to accept the fact that my channel doesn't do well uh, very well with Apple products, and I don't really want to you know tie up that much money. Six hundred bucks is six hundred dollars. It's a lot of money for anybody. Um, so to tie it up with a pair of headphones that I really don't see myself using beyond my reviews time, uh, I think selling them would be the best situation. And uh, if I do decide to get them again, maybe I'll pick them up again uh, used at some point. Uh, but at this point, at least, yeah, uh, I'm not very much. I would say I'm not as I'm not as attached to them as I am with the XM4s. Um, or speaking of speaking of which, we also have the uh, the Huawei Studio headphones also that just showed up a couple of days ago. So yeah, turning into a, a channel of headphones very very soon. Uh, Greg loved watching the original uh, Wonder Woman. Same here, same uh, and. Oh, uh, good. Yeah. Oh, Aditya. Sorry, I thought you said uh, happy birthday. I wasn't sure. Uh, Okay, here's, let's see. Uh, so Manish Kumar is asking, what are your thoughts on the MediaTek Dimensity 1000 processor? Is uh, it, it has an N22 score between the Snapdragon 855 Plus and the eight, uh, Snapdragon 865. The Realme 7X Pro has that processor and I'm planning on buying it. Where What are your thoughts as on the processor? So performance-wise, if, if we're just going based on numbers, obviously I haven't, got, unfortunately I haven't had a chance to play with the uh, Dimensity 1000 processors, but... Uh, performance, if it's anything between the 855, the 865, so obviously it's within the last couple of years performance-wise, should be able to run almost anything you want on the market. I think the main limitation that you probably want to see is how much RAM does, the, does that device have and how skin, how, uh, so you said it's says Realme. So uh, it's running basically, I think if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Realme is part of Oppo. So that should be the color OS version of it. Should be pretty pretty nice as long as it gets uh, you know Color OS 11. If I'm not uh, mistaken, I think overall, actually, I take that back. I have used an Oppo device with a uh, with a with a Dimensity chip, but it's not the 1000. It's the um, the the uh, the R15. Sorry, the the F17 Pro that just came out. Um, and that runs a color OS 11. So I think overall, there shouldn't be any reason why this device doesn't do well for you. I think the uh, the main thing that you want to keep in mind is, is it right for what you need? Is the price fitting your budget? And of course, uh, does it have does it fit all the needs, the technical needs that you need out of it? You know, obviously the display size, the camera performance, uh, the battery capacity, and so on. So those are the things you want to look into. But Realme generally are 
uh, well-priced and of course, more bang for the buck. So I, I, I wish you the best with that one. Um, Joe's jumping in with flat displays for the win. I, I agree. I agree. When you when it comes down to gaming and so on with devices like these, uh, I think flat devices definitely have a much better advantage uh, because a you get more the surface to play with because when your display curves, generally that those curved edges are not necessarily playable areas. So overall, I think you know it, it depends. It really, really depends. Um, and there is still a chance that they might that might not even be the actual OnePlus Nine that we saw there. That could be just a again an early prototype. It is a OnePlus Nine, but not necessarily the OnePlus Nine. Um, so TK, what did did you get anything nice for Christmas? Um, so actually, getting things, I pretty much got uh, this shirt, uh, and I got a few other little uh, trinkets my family got me. Uh, it was more about. It was really more about hanging out with the family and, and kicking it. I tried to disconnect as much as possible yesterday. Um, I, uh, I I was online a little bit every once in a while, but seriously, it was just a day of relaxation. Um, everything was closed. There's nowhere to go. There's nobody to you know go do things and whatever and all of that stuff. So for me, it was more about just hanging out and um, you know, seeing my son enjoy his time. Uh, we we had he he got a brand new Naruto and uh, uh, Naruto Baruto game on the Xbox One X, so we got a chance to sit down and play with uh, together. Uh, got some got him some new skins uh, for Fortnite. He was having fun. And um, there's a there's a weird way to enjoy life through your child, and and those things do uh, a very big part of that. So getting him to enjoy his Christmas just builds up the whole excitement. So that, for me, that's the best gift ever. Uh, so yeah, no, <laughs> very nice. And I love my shirt. I definitely love my shirt. Uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, okay, so. Uh, Majid, Majid's asking why uh, he's uh, so uh, just one one quick thing I'll, I'll respond back to Majid real quick uh, uh, and in short just basically repeating what I just said to Majid uh, essentially is that this is the English channel I don't have a podcast just going on on the Arabic channel but hopefully I'll be able to start something there soon uh, but that that's that's one of the things and i shukran majid anak jit al hal kanal kaman thank you for coming on this one uh <laughs> joe uh many oh speaking of which joe what are you so how was your advent calendar's experience had did you enjoy it that daily uh, that daily brew that you kept posting online and talking about every day which one's your favorite uh anytime peter anytime anytime uh, all of these we're all hanging out we're just kicking it uh <laughs> <laughs> oh man, look at that. Greg is coming in, connecting everybody. Obi-Wan Aditya. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. You, Joe. Okay. Um, oh, so here. Um, JJ saying, uh, so Wonder Woman 1984 has been getting some flack right now, um, especially since uh, Snyder has been uh, <laughs> has been on a uh, the bigger part of this movie. Yes, uh, there's. If you guys haven't haven't heard yet, there is the uh, Snyder Cut uh, Justice League remake that's going to be coming out in 2021 with a lot of extra scenes. I mean, basically, it's the, whatever you think the original Justice League movie was, they're remaking it, and it's going to look so much better. Um, I think the overall performance and everything in the movie was. I I, I just. I think people were expecting different things out of it. Uh, and with the delay, the, there was the expectation that kept building up and going more and more. Uh, but it's again, it's it's not a bad movie. It's an enjoyable movie. It's a little bit long, but 
it not necessarily something that if you're a fan of the the you know there's a series if you're a fan of dc this is definitely going to feed into that story and it is pretty much centered around you know wonder woman her experience in 1984 and of course uh you know cheetah which uh doesn't play a big role in the movie but definitely christian uh christian wick I think overall character development was very nice. She did a very good job of portraying that character and the evolution of how that character became. So I, I like it. I like it very nice. And, and like I said, it's definitely one of those you want to watch one, uh, at least more than once. Um, Yash, good night, man. Good night. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. It is 1 a.m. That's why I said it depends on where you are. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Have a good night, man. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, and... Yeah, uh, oh, let me double check here. Da, da, da. Yes, uh, oh, tons of movies for free. Uh, oh, here. So Donald jumping in. TK, uh, your your wife and your sons don't know how like uh, when it when it comes to uh, when it comes to tech, they don't have to steer. <laughs> uh, they they don't they have you to steer them correctly. I try, I try, and and I think that's one thing I uh, Juan and I talked about on the on the podcast over on um, I think was it Wednesday. So like, you know, was did tech influence our our gift giving in life? And I think for me, that's always the situation. It, if I'm ever in a situation where I'm actually giving something or whatever, my goal is always to make things do more, be better, you know, improve the experience. So it's um, it's always tech tech related. But yes, uh, and I, my hope is that you know. You know, Omar growing up will also have that, a very big part of that. And my wife is also did go to school for that as well. So it's always, it's a tech savvy uh, environment in the home. So yeah, <laughs> always uh, doing well. Um, okay, Joe. So I, uh, I don't usually drink every day, but it was really nice to try different beers uh, uh, of, on, on every evening. I enjoyed doc uh, documenting it on my socials uh, as much as I did drinking them. I love getting creative. No, absolutely. I, I waited every night just to see which one, what is next. What is the next, you know, uh, can beer can of uh, uh, that is going to be coming out? And it's very interesting to see these type of advent calendars. I missed out on the Gallic on the uh, go on the uh, Dragon Ball one. There was one left. And it was just it was just too expensive for for an advent calendar. It was like about sixty bucks, uh, and I just couldn't justify that at the same time as I was, we were getting something for my son. So, short answer, yeah, that, definitely a very interesting experience, uh, and I'm glad that you got to enjoy it. And we, I'm sure, a lot of us enjoyed watching uh, the the continuous updates that we got, which was very nice. Uh, oh, Greg is uh, jumping in with the uh, giving some recommendations there. Uh, so Aditya comes in. Uh, the Justice League Snyder Cut is going to be interesting. Uh, a lot of behind-the-scenes drama happening then. Uh, of course, uh, Wendem uh, melded with Snyder was always oh, a poor, uh, yeah, uh, amalgamation. Snyder Cut might make it uh, might make it feel more cohesive at best. We'll have to see how it does. Yeah, um, for the part for for all the for all the press that they've been going through. I'm looking forward for them to show us, you know, how they were able to augment the experience, because again, we've had that movie for for quite a while, and I know we've watched it here many times. So anything they can do to to fix it or to improve the conversation, I think will always be better. Uh, this recent movie release is a good reminder to make sure you adjust your TV accordingly. Turn off motion blur and such extra, uh, or extra processing. It depends on your TVs. You're right. Uh, you, you would definitely enjoy it more if you're having something, if you're not tuning it for gaming, if you want to basically tune it correctly. Um, and of course, uh, and uh, if you don't have a purely dark room, go uh, go for the bright, uh, bright room. Um, 
so for me, we wanted to actually watch it on the projector that I reviewed not that long ago, but uh, currently not the setup in the in our living room wasn't conducive to that. So we'll have to see, but definitely, thank you. Um, Geeky Nassim is saying, uh, really happy to see you doing uh, live streams every week. Keep it up. Uh, thank you, TK. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate you hanging out with us as well. Um, <laughs> Davin is um, TK. How do you feel about uh, about the fiasco surrounding Cyberpunk? So Cyberpunk has been going through some interesting um, interesting conversations and interesting situations. So if you guys haven't heard, uh, both PlayStation and Xbox started ref issuing refunds for Cyberpunk. PlayStation removed Cyberpunk from the place from the PlayStation Store, so you couldn't buy the digital version at least. And they were issuing refunds for anybody that were uh, providing refunds for anybody that wanted it. Um, the short answer is it's it's a dilemma of a conversation because at the end of the day, they should have fixed all of this in advance. This should not be the situation. Um, they kept postponing it, postponing it, postponing it. A lot of people were hoping for it, and they finally released it. So it depends. So be, and, and I have to say that I was on the PC side of this entire conversation. I was going in with the uh, with the PlayStation Four edition at one point, but based on a conversation with uh, Josh. Joshua Vergara, uh, the evening before the release, and he's like, dude, don't worry about it. Just, you know, get it on the PC. You'll get to enjoy it a little bit more. RTX was always a big part of it, but it wasn't the only reason why I decided to go PC. I ended up getting my order or my pre-order for the game uh, through Amazon, and I picked it up directly on Steam. Um, with the errors and with the hiccups, with the problems that went through, it wasn't so bad that it wasn't playable, and it wasn't so bad that I noticed that there was the, the same issues that they were having on, on consoles. There was degradation of quality images, processing, uh, stutters, and specifically on the PS4 and the Xbox One, which were the ones that they were originally designed for, right? So the, the, the version for the Xbox was not for the Series X, and the one for the PlayStation wasn't for the PlayStation 5. They were essentially designed to work there. So... It's a mess. That's the best way to say it. It's a mess. It shouldn't have gone this way. They should have tested it further. There's no reason for them not to be able to have seen all of these errors, all of these problems that everybody was dealing if they just booted it up on the actual system that they designed it for, that it wasn't just, um, I don't know if they tested it in an emulator or if they just tested it in an environment where it wasn't really running actual hardware from a PlayStation that emulated experience. So the short answer, it's a mess. Uh, it is getting fixed. We are up to, I want to say, patch update 1.06 that was released a couple of days ago. 1.05 fixed 90% of the issues. So um, my hope essentially that it's getting better. Uh, I don't know if you're, you guys are playing it or you're fans of it, uh, but we'll definitely jump into that. Uh, the advent calendar was uh, was actually a birthday present from my sister uh, back in September, uh, but I couldn't warrant it buying it for myself. I, I like the advent calendars. I, so I, when I was a kid, we used to do the the chocolate ones. I don't know if you guys still have those. Uh, essentially, it's a like a little treat, a little a little toy, whatever. But essentially, it's like a, a very much just a standard advent calendar, um, and you get a little nice surprise every every day. You get to open it up. But I'm loving the uh, the concept of doing other cool things like you know Dragon Ball beer, depending what you'd like, and making it into your own advent calendar. I think it's always nice. Um, have you had to, uh, the latest Dragon Ball Super manga? The battle uh, was pure chaos. I haven't caught up on the latest ones. Uh, last one was on Bubble, and I think that was more of the uh, Dragon Ball heroes. But as far as the manga, uh, I know there there's a whole new saga that started, but I haven't started it. I want to give it some time so that when I start reading it, I'm actually caught, catching up a little bit more. Uh, but I haven't had a chance to. I, I, I've seen some... Uh, some analysis online. I, I subscribe to a few channels that do uh, the analysis on the manga. So definitely, yeah, I'm not, I'm not uh, totally oblivious on it, but I haven't been diving too much into it. 
yeah very true greg oh of course definitely um first and foremost tk is a great i i appreciate it greg uh oh yeah that's right i'm sorry greg i did i noticed that comment i didn't get a chance to click that uh always always um when you have kids it's you'll you'll see how life changes it becomes truly an amazing thing um and i have to say that uh it is very, very pleasing to to have your son, your daughter, or your child essentially uh, follow through in the steps that or enjoy the things that you enjoy. So for me, Dragon Ball is a very big part of what I what I who I am and growing up. And of course, having my son now go through that same process and enjoy Dragon Ball, Goku, Vegeta, and all of those uh, is something that we can bond over and really, really makes me very happy that I kept a lot of my toys. If you guys have ever done that where you get toys and you keep them and you're like, oh, I'm going to give this to my kid one day. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun to hang out. So definitely very nice. And especially with Naruto, he's picked up on the Naruto right now and he's he's big into that. So uh, Christmas was pretty much Naruto heavy. And of course, uh, his his uh, overall experience was basically, you know, even though he got Fortnite stuff and he got a chance to play with that, Naruto is the biggest thing going on. Uh, match jumping. Cyberpunk is getting so much, uh, so many passes through... Uh, uh, so many passes through compared to Fallout and Anthem uh, that got absolutely slammed. And, and that's an interesting dilemma, right? I mean, so it depends on the title and what people are expecting. Um, I'm not sure why Cyberpunk didn't do it right. And I, I don't know why people are giving it, you know, obviously the, the pass as much as, you know, when they didn't focus on some of the other, uh, I would say, I'm not going to say botched releases, but I was going to say the uh, misorganized, just badly organized the releases that we've seen in the past. So those are generally my problem. And I and I think what I what I really would have wished is that they had tested. I think if they just booted up the Xbox One or it booted up a PS4 with that game on the disc, they would have seen all of these problems because it's not like it was it was a. Um, it was like, you know, only a couple of people had it. No, it was seriously a big problem with current gen, which we were designed for. The games were sold as PS4 and Xbox One games, not PlayStation Series, not PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. So I'm not sure why why that situation is kind of going through there. Um, LGH, Dijotma? Uh, uh, Hopefully, I'm saying that correctly. Uh, the, PC for, uh, the PC version has problems as well, but, uh, but we'll... Okay, but with all the complex controls, I think that the gameplay too uh, convoluted seems to over. Uh, uh, sorry, seems an outcome of a process meant to, uh, for last gen, then kept adding stuff. I truly believe the timing of it is is the, is where they they kind of had the problem. It's the it was released after the release of a new gen, but it was released for the current gen or the 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 I would say the standard gen, the PS4 and PS and Xbox One, but it wasn't tuned for it. They were trying too much to, well, how do we make it work for the next one that they didn't really go back and make sure that they, whatever they were doing wasn't breaking what the others, what they were doing for the first gen. Because people that played it on the Xbox One X, uh, the Xbox Series X and the Xbox uh, and the PlayStation 5 had less problems, not impervious. And, and I didn't, and I mentioned it before, the PC wasn't wasn't uh, immune from any of these mistakes or any of these glitches. I had a few glitches in there that looked really weird where, um, I um oh man, what's her name? Uh, the, one of the characters that was helping me in the middle of the game. I'm not gonna mention names if you guys haven't played it that long. Uh, in the middle of the game, there was a glitch. We were in the middle of the desert. We were trying to catch up to uh, to a few people that were running ahead of us, and literally the bug caused her character to be about twenty feet above me walking as if she's walking next to me interacting with me it seems as if she's next to me but it was totally the the, the ui the system didn't recognize it so it was very 
surreal and it's something that shouldn't have happened but yeah pc was not immune by any chance uh let me double check real quick here da, da, da. oh sorry we'll come back here so joe's actually jumping on that pretty good because if i'm not mistaken uh rolando has mentioned that the stadia one had the least problems it did have initial problems and uh, when they first turned it on there was some concerns but then after that that was the one that ran the, the best with the least amount of issues according to the users and i think rolando played it on the on stadia so that's one of the better ones uh let me double check here consumer need to understand that this is also on uh sorry an outcome of people accepting that they are used to beta to be basically beta testers same things with loot boxes uh the fix is just to buy uh, to buy it instead of complaining about it and i think at the end of the day we're we're used to it windows got us used to this windows uh in inherently over many many years of releases and two days later patch you know patch updating updating the actual software uh got us into the understanding that you know nothing is ever finished by the time it's released it's always yes you are the initial beta testers you know early adopters people that pre-order and everybody else that waits a little bit gets a little bit better in experience because all of the errors and mistakes that we find get incorporated as a patch update, but we have to go through the pain and the motion. And of course, that's what's generating a lot of the, um, I would say a lot of the verbiage, a lot of the words that we see online from on social media. Uh, but I agree. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely one of those things you have to appreciate and play it again. Um, dude, congrats. I, I'm sorry, Greg. I didn't, I never asked, uh, uh, but, uh, hope the kids are doing well. I know it was snowing for you. So you guys definitely got a white Christmas there. Uh, we have, sun and maybe some rain um i'm sorry we're quick here uh is there any other company apart from nokia whose phone comes out with android one program uh, so motorola is the other one xiaomi killed their uh me a uh their uh, series phones and android one program please don't include motorola <laughs> i love how i started the conversation i said the motorola and then by the time i got to the end uh so motorola's yeah so I think they're the one of the only two people, only two companies that are actually releasing still Android One. Uh, Google at one point was uh, talking about it, but I don't think they actually released any main devices. Uh, but as far as I understand, they're the only two. Uh, and the reason why I mentioned the word, they're skinned. They're not necessarily running pure Android One, uh, but they're definitely in a, uh, basically one of the other one of the other manufacturers in there. And even Nokia, Nokia still does some optimizations for their Android One versions. So no true version of it. But unfortunately, I don't think that there, there's many, many companies that are still releasing it uh, or supporting it. Uh, and I'm sad to see that Xiaomi did end up uh, canceling that. I'm not sure if it's the demand or they just want to make sure that people stay with their me. Uh, let me see here. Aditya is in there. I am the child in my family, despite having a younger brother. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, you know, it depends, right? You know, being being the child in the family is not necessarily a bad thing. It's always cool because you get the attention, you get the things that you want. Uh, but I, I feel like just being in a in a loving family is the biggest part that we can always appreciate. Uh, being there for each other, uh, you know, being there when we need each other, and of course, uh, trying to stay in touch when we can't be together uh, in person. <laughs> oh man! Uh, always, always. Uh, let me see here. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, if I missed anything, we'll we'll definitely jump into. Oh, here, uh, I'll just uh, jump in and say, Window uh, nowadays is basically a subscription to a series of patch releases. It's it's it is what it that's what it is. It is. Um, it's sad, and and I'm laughing at it, but I'm kind of like crying on the inside a little bit for it. 
because it truly always feels, and, and this is one of the things, I, if you've ever done this before, my recommendation I would say is this, uh, if you ever, you know, if you always update your drivers to, let's say Nvidia drivers or, you know, even AMD drivers, the first thing I would probably say, if you use your system for anything that is production level, meaning you do work with this, not necessarily just gaming and, you know, just casual gaming and browsing and all of that stuff, um, never update to the latest version of anything um, on a driver before you know if this doesn't break something in your current system. Um, I've had this over time where NVIDIA releases a new driver, but uh, Adobe hasn't optimized for this driver and suddenly my GPU rendering stops working or some somehow uh, Adobe Premiere crashes because the GPU somehow the, the update didn't get vetted all the way, or there is an update to Adobe that hasn't been pushed out. It's sitting on the beta channel, but not sitting on the primary channel, which is, or the public channel, which is where more, most of us are on. So Windows is the exact same situation. We buy or we install Windows, but in reality, um, I feel like Windows is, is easily easier, well, it's easy to skip window updates uh, as it comes out and download it later on, uh, where when you're getting something less as a game, it's you're pretty much at whatever level the development or the developers felt that this was the line in the sand, that this is going to be the public release. But again, it is. I mean, the fact is now uh, anybody that downloads or buys Cyberpunk has to wait for how many how many gig updates just to get them to the, light, uh, to the right patch level. So it's going to be one of those weird ones. We'll have to see. Um, the game should have been delayed. So Matt's jumping in with the, the, the game should have been delayed. Um, a game should never be released broken this badly. Uh, you shouldn't buy a game for future promises. That is true. That is true. And and I think um, they delayed it for so long that I felt like what was the reason that they needed to release it now, that they couldn't have waited another month and, and, and pushed out all of these updates together. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't like it was, a, it, people were waiting for this regardless. If it came out at the end of 2020, at the beginning of 2021, I think sales would have been the same. I don't think the console releases did anything to help them or discourage people from buying the game. But I think at the end of the day, they should have made, released it in a functional state, not in a beta state for us to give them the, the help to get it to where it needs to. Again, super easy process. If somebody at, at the development company just put it inside of a PS4 or an Xbox One, they would have seen where the problems are. Or even if they tested it on, on an actual PC gaming it, not just development uh, testing. Uh uh, oh, so Matt's jumping in with also, will you be getting hands on with any of the Nokia uh, insert long name here? Uh, haven't had, haven't had that much, uh, uh, I would say success connecting with Nokia, uh, with Nokia. Uh, I, I'm hoping to be able to cut into a relationship with them. So hopefully we'll see how that goes. Um, I may, I may ask Josh and see if I can borrow his Nokia because I saw he's a, he just reviewed his uh, and I may be able to get some hands on there. Maybe we'll see what we can do. Uh, but I've been, I've been a big fan. Uh, last time I did a review on a, uh, or a hands on with a Nokia uh, was with the Nokia 9 uh, and I borrowed that from Juan because I think Juan was one of the first people to buy it. So that was also very nice. So I know um, it's been <laughs> it's been a few minutes. So let's go ahead. Let me do this. I'm going to move my keyboard away and we're going to switch over to overhead. And let's go ahead and start doing the hands-on and unboxing. Okay. Okay, my friend. So let's go ahead, Matt. Sorry, my friend. I will put this one away. And I'm going to move the mouse. Let's make this guy bigger. Hopefully without making it too big. And okay, so here we are. So I'll, I'll move this guy to the side. There's a few things going on. Uh, I have a few things working for the next videos. I got to put those away. 
Okay. <laughs> okay, my friend. So here we are. Uh, this is the Cyberpunk Edition. Uh, so you first thing we'll notice, obviously, is the Cyberpunk 8, uh, the OnePlus 8T Cyberpunk Edition. And of course, uh, it is 2077 here, OnePlus logo, as we could see. Uh, the box and the phone itself is actually in the case on the left. It's actually inside of a, a nice little plastic uh, kind of like the things you find at a store with a nice little hook. So it looks like it's intended to be in stores, uh, like in retail stores. Uh, we see some nice little pins. So we have Valentino's, if you guys played the game. Uh, of course, you hear, see here the uh, peace sign, of course, with the OnePlus, uh, the, the machine, Night City, of course, and different uh, little options here. Uh, and then last but not least here, we have on the bottom, obviously featuring the 120 hertz uh, refresh rate display that we have here. That's one of the main benefits of OnePlus 8T. And of course, the 65 watt warp charging, the first 65 watt charging uh, smartphone from OnePlus of any kind. We've had warp charging before for 30 watts, but this is 65. So very similar to what we've seen from Oppo. Uh, and then last but not least, we'll notice here, there's a few more like little uh, emblems. So OnePlus, Cyberpunk, 8T, and then some more attention. Uh, flipping it over on the back, we'll see that nice big koi fish sitting here that we see obviously in the middle of Night City. Uh, you never know the truth until the phone rings. <laughs> it's very, very nice. And of course, we get the nice little, uh, you know, robotic uh, mod mod installation type of a system. Last but not least, OnePlus and of course, Cyberpunk. So with that being said, let's go ahead and just open it up. So this kind of just slides off. You notice right there, there's no cap at the top. It's pretty much just slides off like this. And we actually, at that point, get access to the actual phone and, of course, the pins uh, and nothing else on the inside. This one's actually pretty just clean. This is the backing of it. And let's go ahead and take the phone out. And oops, that opened up right there. And here are the pins. So to go uh, to go over the pins and just see exactly what we have here. So we notice right there, there's a nice little robot. Uh, and then of course, Sin City, sorry, Night City, of course, here, hand. And then of course, I can't see this one. This one says, oh, uh, animals. I think that's just in animals. Looks like fangs. A uh, nice little skull. And then, of course, we have Valentine's. It's the Gan, of course, that uh, if you played the game, Jackie's been part of that, you know, end up being part of the team. And uh, they're all replace, uh, removable. So here, like you can see this one, says Valentino's. Let me just remove this one. And it's a very nice, uh, it's a two-piece con uh, connection. And, of course, nice pins in the back. Very, very nice, very limited edition. Uh, and of course, easily, easily worth just getting this edition alone. Uh, now, I've been using it in the US. Uh, I, I've had the phones for about a couple of days now, and I did put in a SIM card. So we'll get a chance to check that out. Let me just move this to the left. And so you'll see OnePlus Cyberpunk 2077. And you can just basically open it up. And the first thing I wanted to show you guys, if you guys have played the game yet, is that you get a, basically a map of, uh, of Night City. So the different areas of Night City, and of course, you could see the different roads, the different options here. And there's like this nice little cross area in there. And you can see all of the different options. And of course, Cyberpunk, that's just permeating from the front all the way on the inside. So it's a very nice little option. It makes me want to keep all of this stuff and never return it. And of course, uh, we have a nice little open right there. So if you played the game, you're very familiar with this map. I appreciate that very much. 
And before I go too far, make sure I keep keep in touch with all of you guys here. I know there's a lot of comments coming in. Uh, oh man, I, I think I just jumped like 20 different email, 20 different messages. Uh, Joey B, I don't know if it comes with stickers, but we'll definitely check. So let's go ahead and get to the box. Uh, here on the left, we'll notice it says Cyberpunk 2077 Limited Edition. And of course, same thing. This one now it's inverted. It's a black on yellow. Uh, sorry, yellow on black where it was yellow the other way around. OnePlus, of course. And of course, just the same thing on that side. Uh, nothing else on the each side. So let's go ahead and open it up. Again, same concept, just likes the colors here. Let's go ahead and take out the stickers and... No more. Okay, let's see what we have here. So here we have the letter from Carl, uh, from Pete Lau. I think this is just the standard welcome letter. We have a SIM removal tool that's present right there on the inside. And of course, oh, nice. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is nice. So remember, guys, this is the uh, the uh, China-only edition, essentially. But you could see here the, the nice little mod that they have on the arm. It looks super nice. Slot one, of course, cyberpunk, and of course, just all of that. So that's a nice little poster that's inserted inside. Oops, don't want to damage that one. And unfortunately, everything else in here is in Chinese because, again, this was intended for that. Uh, but we'll get a chance to jump into the specifications. From a hardware standpoint, this is exactly the same as what we see with the OnePlus 8T, uh, the international edition, with the exception of the software and, of course, uh, the mod. Well, I wouldn't say the mod, but the actual build quality because that's very different. So that's what we get in here. And, of course, we have the warp charge. Uh, this one is the six, 65 watt, uh, watt warp charge uh, charger and us and that's because of this chinese plug china china connectors actually work pretty much the same in the us so it works very nicely so they include that one unfortunately not not cyberpunk uh, edition oh here it is look at that look at that it is super nice so a nice little accent color right behind the volume rocker here so this is not the actual buttons but the buttons right there uh, the camera setup that we have here is pretty much the exact same one that we see here so here we have the oneplus 8t and here's the cyberpunk 2077 edition the biggest difference obviously you'll notice is that the actual camera uh, array or the bump that to the camera crosses all around on the back uh, the nice little shimmer background here with the oneplus logo in the back cyberpunk right there at the top and of course we have the 2077 option right there on the top right. On the left, similar way the, way the way they have it on the other side. This is not the actual button, but the yellow is right next to the power button. Pushing it once, obviously, we'll turn on the display. Let's go ahead and boot it up. And I'll give it a second because it also includes a very custom um, boot animation. Right there, if you've ever loaded up the game, you know exactly what it is. It's going to load up the code. It's going to boot up. Get the system running, and of course, we need to put our pin. And I'll give it a second to finish, and of course, right there. <laughs> so everything from the theme, so let's go ahead and turn it off, turn it on. Um, from, the, from the theme on the device, Cloud Server updated later. We'll do that later. So you got the theme here. The yellow and black obviously just permeates throughout with the blue accent. Uh, T-Mobile, I have it running on T-Mobile. It does pick up 5G. The fingerprint sensor even has its own little custom fingerprint sensor. And of course, the samurai crown. Uh, and there's a couple other wallpapers in here, but they're not all specific to them. So if you go in here, you'll notice that there's these type of wallpapers. They're all cyberpunk ones. But this was the only live wallpaper that we had. 
uh, and I actually didn't need to save it, but it is in there. Uh, Google Play Store is on here, and I was able to get Gmail, of course, running on this. Uh, there's also some proprietary uh, OnePlus applications. Uh, the panel itself, you'll notice that it customized all the options that you have in here. If I swipe down to About, uh, the phone, as I mentioned, it's running Hydrogen OS version 11, so Android 11 in here, and it did receive one update. Hardware-wise, this is a 12 to 56 gigs of internal storage, the Snapdragon 865 with 5G. Uh, the camera sensors, as we've seen before, is the 48, 16, 5, and 2 megapixel quad camera setup, 120 hertz fluid AMOLED display, 6.5 inch display. Again, very similar to what we see here. Hardware-wise, it's the exact same panel. It's the customizations on the back, and of course, the software that make this device very, very unique. Uh, one thing I did want to show you guys real quick is when it charges, it actually also has a very interesting animation. So let's go ahead and put this in. I'm going to turn on, on the lock screen. And if I can actually plug it in. So even the animation booting up, like showing the loading uh, section here, it says recording, boot up, and of course charges at the 65 watt uh, using either the 65 watt that they included or if you have another one, obviously, since I'm using it for my other device. So. A lot of cool things, very, very nice, but that's not all of it. There's also some more things in the back. I think, I, yeah, I may have just jumped it there. Uh, there's one more pin. This one is also Night City. This is very much, if I'm not mistaken, it's exactly the same pin. So they include two pins. Uh, the custom package that comes together here includes the uh, original pin. But if you just bought the Cyberpunk one, you probably got this one in the back. Here you get the additional customization options that are very, very nice. Uh, but they also include a case, which I'm really excited about. So here, here's the Cyberpunk 2077 case. I'll put this one down. Of course, matches the phone. Uh, if I put it correctly, it'll look really nice. So let's do that here, boom, boom, and then boom. And you could see, so nice. Like the, the nice little line configuration, the, the yellow outline that goes all around, the shimmer of the word cyberpunk here. You could see the different accent, different. It's not just black all around. There's actually different options that are in there that help us just enjoy it and just, of course, get it all around. It's not present at the top, but definitely on the bottom. So again, very, very nice. Um, I'm going to say very super limited edition. And if there's ever been a situation where you are a fan of cyberpunk or a special edition uh, device from a company, uh, I feel like this is the one um, to do it. But let me see if I can get the sound for you guys. Uh, wait, hold on. I don't have the slider. Up. Oh, yeah, I should unlock. So here. So if I unlock it, and then if I lock again, there's there's sound animations in there. And of course, when you were charging it, when you were taking pictures and all of that. So it's definitely very, very nice. Um, and um, I'll be doing some, I'm gonna definitely be doing some videos on this. Um, I just I didn't have enough time to be able to do some uh, testing of it and see the, the major differences there. Uh, it is running 5G and I was able to pick up 5G on T-Mobile here in the US. Um, and I was able to get about, if I'm not mistaken, uh, about 80 down, I wanna say 80 down almost. Uh, let me see here. Because I ran a speed test this morning. Uh, so here, yeah, 80 down, 40 up. So reasonable reasonable 5G connect in, connection here on T-Mobile. Uh, okay, here. Uh, yes, <laughs> so Greg is asking, is there a charger in the box? Yes, this one actually does have a charger in the box. We haven't gotten to 2021, the year of no charger in the box. And, and I really, uh, so I are, Dave and Dave, okay, so I think there was a conversation that kind of started with IR1980. Asiki uh, was, uh, 
so Joey B, just a, for reference, it does not include any stickers. There was no stickers. I looked for them. Uh, what they did have essentially was that pin that was on the inside. That was the extra gift that was given. Uh, that nice little uh, Sin City pin that you can see right there. So that was the uh, the one. Uh, but it seems like this package also included a whole slew of pins that came on the side. That was the one on the side that I really, really like. Um, and I wish I could sell it. <laughs> it's not mine. Uh, it, I think even if you bought it, I'm not sure if you'd be able to get this exact same package. This package seems to come with uh, a whole bunch of extra stuff that were very, very unique um, to this because uh, it's so unique that it actually has two, which means this actually doesn't come normally like this. Um, <laughs> Davin says the unboxing makes me crave uh, for the Porsche design for Porsche design phones. They're they're very unique. I have to say, Huawei and Porsche Design has had. I mean, they've done Porsche Design watches now. They're doing Porsche Design glasses. They're doing Porsche Design smartphones. I think they're taking the Porsche Design to the next level. So I, I appreciate what Huawei does with their devices. So uh, really, really nice. And I love special editions. I love special editions because they bring in a very unique experience. Um, Oppo's done it in the past too with the Evangelion uh, devices. They did a recent one that they uh, for uh, Arena Valor with the Find X2, not the Pro model, but the Find X2. So uh, always makes it very nice, very exciting, and I feel like they're really nice. But we tend to see them as regional specific. Like uh, I think the Evangelion model uh, Oppo was only available in Europe, and I want to say the uh, League of Legends is only available in China, the same as this one. Um, although it works very nicely. So if you're thinking of importing it, it, it should work very nicely for you. And the ROM is, even though it's not Oxygen OS, it, as Hydrogen OS with Google Apps should be able to work very nicely. Um, IR is talking, uh, okay, so speaking about chargers, I hear no chargers in the box for upcoming Xiaomi Mi 11s. And also we saw obviously Samsung jumping in on the boat on that uh, on that little, um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what the point of it is. Um, the, the the cause for the chargers to be removed originally was started by Apple for Apple subscribe not subscribe for Apple users. So originally Apple didn't release this to and say we're going to take the charger from everybody's phone. They just took it out of their phones for their customers. So if you weren't buying an iPhone, you were not you weren't supposed to be included in this conversation. What we're seeing here is that. Um, let's say Samsung, uh, other companies or Xiaomi looking into it and they're, they're seeing it as a situation where it's becoming a norm. And at the end of the day, I think what we need is more them just listening to what the customers want to use. Technologies that are, are coming up right now, we're looking at faster charging, we're looking at more optimized charging, better battery health, better software management for our devices. Taking the charger that enables us to have that experience, the fast charging, an example, if this box came and it says support 65 watt charger, and I'm importing this from China since this is not a Chinese, uh, this is not a US version of this device. Um, I would have to find somewhere that this is being sold separately and imported because in general, I wouldn't be buying this from the main company because if it's sold in China for a China market, more than likely OnePlus's site will not ship outside of China. So that's just, that makes more, that makes perfect sense in my, in my mind. So the short answer is there's going to be a, a hindrance for people to be able to do these things, but removing the charger out of the box doesn't really change much because we're still having to buy these chargers. These new chargers are not the same that we've had in the past. Apple's claim to everybody's ha has a charger sitting at home is a false advert. It's a false claim. The charger that we've had in the past were 18 watt chargers or even slower than that. Don't charge our devices at the fast rate. Don't use USB-C because they actually are, most of them are USB type A, unless you happen to buy an iPad Pro for some reason. So the, the conversation is based on somewhat of a, an interesting dilemma of, yeah, you have chargers, but 
are they going to charge your phone at the speed that they're intended to be, which is obviously either faster or even standard. Now, Xiaomi removing it from the box as well as Samsung, I feel like it's more of a trend similar to what we saw with the headphone jack kind of situation. But at the end of the day, I think this is what the, what the what's going to happen. We have a way of judging or not judging, but basically deciding with our wallet. If we decide to buy more of these devices that have no chargers in them, and obviously, or we don't buy chargers from the main manufacturer, we end up going with third-party chargers. Because for the most part, just for reference, a lot of companies are using PD chargers. So power delivery chargers are very, very well uh, known now and very, uh, very much available in many, many places. Um, there is a chance that we'll notice that there obviously uh, that's a way for us to basically communicate our demands or what, what's going on. So the short answer, it's it's one thing for Apple to to accept 5G on their technology and be saying, OK, look, 5G is becoming mainstream. It's another thing for Apple to remove something from their customers and then other companies and other manufacturers seeing that as an indication that that should be done on theirs. I think there is no correlation. The follow is just doesn't make sense to me because had they ignored what Apple did on the charger concept, everybody would have been fine. The only people impacted by it, obviously, people that are buying iPhones. It's not going to impact an Android user if it was obviously just done by Apple. But now with other companies bringing it in, it's just it making everybody feel the same pinch. Uh, we lost the headphone jack at one point, but the prices keep going up. Batteries are not going as big as they could. Um, and of course, now we're in a situation where we have to fork up another you know, $45 to $50 for a custom charger that, because standard chargers don't do it to be able to get the speed. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, yeah, I think okay. So I think I may have jumped through something, Davin. Sometimes I think these manufacturers are uh, all in together, and Apple takes the lead. <laughs> I, I do feel like the. I, I feel like it, it is a situation where the, most of them are. They they almost like um, they like they watch. It's like, hey, what did he do today? Did, what did he answer? You know, what, what was the answer on uh, question one? And they end up basically following the conversation. Uh, oh, apparently I froze for a second. Sorry. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> Oh, well, TK, uh, they did say return the phone, not anything else, right? <laughs> you know, they did say that. That's true. The phone must come back. They did not say include the box and everything. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we'll have to see. Yeah, um, I, I'm sure. Davin says, that's why I don't like what Apple did with the with the AirPod Max by adjusting, oh, sorry, by abusing their position. You'll see them uh, do stuff and six months later, Android OEMs follow suit. It is, it is, yeah, uh, it's, um, and it's, it's weird when you see OEMs, like specific OEMs that are in the current process right now of deleting a lot of their ads that they released right after Apple released their update and made fun of Apple for doing what they did with the whole not included in the box situation. And I think you guys know who I'm talking about and uh, going into that situation and then now removing all their ads because they are now not including it in the box also. So it's like, why would you, why would you take a stab at something that you yourself are going to basically be doing the exact same thing. So it's one of those funny, funny situations that I don't understand, but I always wonder um, somewhat, I, would, I don't want to call it the hypocrisy of things, but essentially it's like, yeah, don't want to do that when you don't, when you don't have that. Uh, Matt's loving the phone. Yeah, definitely. No, dude, uh, I was super, super surprised because when they said China only, I was assuming it wasn't even going to pick up 5G. It wasn't going to work here. Nah, cell service, everything absolutely fantastic um, i'm loading up some games on it i'm going to play some more um chemi's in the comment hey man how you doing uh and it definitely looks really nice greg i think you, you encapsulated that it beautifully it is definitely a sexy phone no questions about that um 
What's the Apple market? Okay, so Davin is jumping back in real quick here. Let me see here. Uh, that's why Apple markets that way, and it gives them the path to, uh, or the, the path of least resistance. It's just so shameful. Um, Apple's been known to do the whole, you know, shifting gears and moving around and doing things. I think the overall, um, the overall move to no charger in the box is a pure money grab conversation. It is not done to save the uh, the environment. It is not done to reduce carbon footprint. It's done so that they can pack more iPhones in a box to ship from from market to market from one place to the other. Because the physical size of the box shrunk, which means whatever container they were using to ship a certain number of iPhones. An example would be: let's say they were able to ship a hundred thousand pieces in one container. Now they're able to go to one hundred and fifty because of the reduction in size because the charger is not included and therefore obviously be able to transport more on top of the fact that now every phone that's sold will more than likely also be sold with a charger means it's an upsell so that $1,100 iPhone that you just picked up that doesn't have the fast charger with it, it has now another $40 to $50 uh, an upsell to get a brand new faster charger. Because it's not even that the, the standard charger is the one that you're going to go. You're more than likely in the way they're doing it is that they're going to try to get you to go with a faster charger to truly benefit the speed. So th that was my initial thing. And I don't know why we're seeing it in this situation. Android, I would say may not be as much in the same position. There's a lot more options for Android to be able to charge from. And I feel like um, even with the new chargers, we've been USB-C for quite some time. So uh, the fast charger from the Galaxy S20 Ultra, the 25 watt will work with the new version of the uh, uh, you know Samsung devices. Now, if they're shifting to 45 to everything, then that's a different situation, but we should be okay, at least if you're upgrading. Um, Oops, sorry, that boot screen looks amazing. Joey's loving that one as well. Uh, dang, it looked almost like it was booting up Linux. I know, I know. I looked, it looked at it. It it just looks very nice. It it's pretty much very much pulling a lot from the game, and I feel like the design was done immaculately. It's one of those things I love about that. Uh, did they add the boot up? Uh, oh, did they uh, add to the boot up time? How does it look? But why? Um, it does a little bit. It does add, doesn't add a lot. I think overall, when you compare the standard AT and the, and this one, um, the visuals is I think the original thing. The only thing I would say is like you're looking at the visuals, so ever so slightly slower, but not enough for it to basically be like this whole concept. Because in theory, you're not really rebooting your phone all the time. You really, generally, you and if at least for me, I reboot my phone once a week, and for me, that should not be a problem. Um, Oh, IR is jumping back in. Uh, Davin, it's not back to, to Davin Davis there. Also, uh, those hi, uh, higher ups <laughs> who should be speaking, uh, who, who should be speaking up against uh, this sh uh, should use, oh, speaks volumes for the state of society. It is very interesting. It is definitely very interesting that how things are moving in at the end of this year. Um, Adit, oh, I think, oh, sorry, Matt's responding back to Aditya. <laughs> it's definitely a very, very, very nice uh remember aditya this phone would be for uh would uh would be for true cyberpunk fans <laughs> guys no um i actually picked up a um a, a skin i forgot the name of the company it was uh off of etsy but i even got the skin to to uh wrap around my uh series x uh, and the controllers although i didn't have it on the series x which is weird but i wanted to see more of that cyberpunk experience like i didn't have there's, I didn't find any PC accessories that would definitely feed, feed into that. But it is, if you love the game, if you like playing it, and I'm playing it now for the second time because I finished the first one, I'm going through the second round around, uh, to be able to get that running. Um, oh, man, let me see here. I think... Da -da -da. 
<laughs> Greg, I love it. Uh, I feel like the char. Yeah. So that was one thing I was surprised. So I don't know if it like, I, yeah. Right. Like I think the charger, if, if, if there was one thing I think what we've seen in other like custom phones is they include a custom cable and a custom charger. These Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? I take that back. I take that back. The charger is custom. Sorry. Here you go. Let's see if we can get it. It is a Cyberpunk 2077 charger. So the charger is definitely unique. Uh, it's just the cable that is a standard, uh, well, a standard OnePlus cable. That, that's the only way I can say it. It's not a, I'm, I was expecting it to be yellow, but uh, I could be wrong. But again, you know what? <laughs> This guy, this guy, see, I mean, oh man, look at that. See, look okay, right there. It's Cyberpunk 2077 coming to a PC near you with many, many patches to follow. No, sorry. That was my, that was my edition of uh, following there. Uh, da, 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 IR, truth be told, many of these companies see, com uh, sorry, uh, many of these companies see consumers as walking ATMs. And I think at some point, and I think the EU is trying to push more protection uh, laws for consumers. The US, we are, we're sadly not at the same level. I think, yeah, the EU for sure are definitely pushing it. Um, I've never played the game as, as it runs badly on the PS5. Awful. Uh, but man, I want that phone. Uh, <laughs> you and me both, man. You and me both. I feel like I should just basically put back this OnePlus 8T and just hope they don't notice. <laughs> Whoever opens the box next, I'll be like, wait, this OnePlus 8T looks the same as the regular OnePlus 8T. Where is the Cyberpunk? <laughs> Oh man, no! I, they, uh, I, they would, they would, they would never talk to me after that if I did that. Oh man, charging, uh, charging uh, meant to remind fans who is OnePlus. That yeah, I, I agree. The the red, the red and white color are their traditional colors, but I felt like, and as far as make such a unique device, a cable would have been one of the very least things. Like I feel like Nord, uh, sorry, Joey, I feel like the Nord smartphones from OnePlus should be coming with a blue cable. This should be blue for Nord because Nord is all about that blue coloring going on or that pastel green or depending on what color you guys look at it and see it. Uh, so that would that was something I felt like this should have been done there as well. Uh, Xiaomi announced no charger for the Mi 11. Yes, and I think we, we saw that when Samsung's uh, following suit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Realistically, I mean, they're going to be releasing faster charging. We are going to see more chargers around the 100 watt, the 125 watts. Those things are not cheap. You know, and again, if you're importing this phone, if you're buying it from somewhere, now you have to make sure to buy it with a charger, uh, get a charger that does work. But it's another it's another 50 to 60 bucks that you in historically haven't haven't had to pay. And unless they, they give you somewhat of a discount at the time when you're buying it, what I feel like they should be doing is that if you buy the phone with the charger, you get it at a discount just to kind of bridge us over to this next transition phase. Uh, because wireless chargers are not there. The OnePlus 8T doesn't have it. Uh, Xiaomi doesn't always have wireless charging, so we'll have to see. Uh, but we'll have to see how that goes there. Um, Oppo and OnePlus's parent companies uh, know how to do special edition phones. Uh, they're always so good looking. Uh, absolutely, yeah. So OnePlus and Oppo both have been doing this for quite some time. And I love those. Uh, and it's one of those things you have to appreciate. It's, it, they always do come around, and I like that they center it around games. Uh, it's monkey see, monkey dude, <laughs> Greg. I, I, I'm with you, man. Um, it's just a cost benefit for phone manufacturers. The boxes can be can be way smaller, and the weight is less as well. Absolutely, and that's that's what I was kind of like connecting the the the, the scenario to it. 
Um, if the packaging is smaller, you're able to fit more units per box. So the containers, the physical transport containers from one area to another, where because of size limitation, you were able only to put in maybe 10, 10 units in a box. You're able to probably go now 13 to 14 units, which is another, that's a big increase in profit for them because they're able to try move more hardware. So it may help them uh, feed into at least or address uh, demand a little bit better. But again, there's going to be more shipments now of chargers that we didn't have to buy them before. They weren't being sold as much before. Now they're just not putting them in the box. They're selling it to you separately, which again, it's not like it's, it's not, I don't understand where the conversation, the conversation of this is helping the environment comes around because you're still buying it. It's still a box. It's just a separate box. So anyways, when I heard that one at, at the time of the announcement, I felt like it's just a bad direction because as you guys mentioned, you see that you hear the conversation and then you see that generally in theory, this is something that a lot of other OEMs are going to carry with, which may, again, in situations like I am, I have multiple 65 watt chargers from my Oppo devices and so on. It doesn't really hurt me that I don't have a, you know, if I don't get a phone with a charger that has that. Uh, but the average, I would say, person that's considering getting this that didn't have a fast charger from other devices, and this would be their first fast device, let's say the Mi 11, that's going to be a big, big uh, decision maker there that they have to actually pay that much more money. Um, Aditya, jumping back with Joe and Matt, my experience has taught me that uh, never rock a phone naked <laughs> or even looks, are, uh, yes, uh, it looks are useless for me. So definitely a case type of a phone. This is definitely a case. Uh, it does protect all the different areas and it raises the camera not well, very little. So it does have a little bit of protection. I like it. But it's not it's not going to be one of those heavy, super uh, protective cases. Um, let me see here. Um, I'm creeping on all the boxes TK has in the background. <laughs> and and weird enough, not uh, most of the boxes in the background are not actually for devices that I still have, which is this is somewhat of a stare. It's a, it's it's a wall that I started to put together many, many years ago, and it just never goes away. Um, and I just recently sold my last uh, my Note 10 from last year. So I had to take that box down. And then <laughs> now I have a hole sitting on the right side that you guys can't see. Um, when Apple introduced wireless charging on the iPhone 8, it would be interesting to see how many phone users take advantage of a wireless charging feature. Um, I think that the time when the OnePlus, it was, sorry, when, when Apple released it, it wasn't intended to be the fastest con uh, charging connection. It was there, it was available, and it did provide you more of a top-off, but I don't think they were ever intending for it to be a fast charging, even with the chargers that they, they tried to put. I mean, we never saw Apple, you know, air power. Air power never really materialized. So I think what they did is they need to, well, what they did at the time was introduce us to an alternate, an alternate form of charging took a couple of cycles and now they're obviously removing the charger out of the box. I don't know if that means at some point we're going to be getting a phone from Apple that doesn't have a, an actual port at the end, but at least at this point, this is what it seems like. It essentially is, you know, bring your own charger, BYOC, bring your own charger kind of a conversation going on. Uh, let me see, where are we here? Oh, wow. Dude. Okay. I missed a whole bunch of different things. Okay. Um, I tend to rock my phone with uh, with with clothes on a D. <laughs> okay, all jokes aside, for real, I use a case and a screen protector. I same here, uh, glass protector all the way. Uh, I mean, my my OnePlus AT here, glass protection on the front. Obviously, the main case, the best case that they had out there. Um, not everybody likes this one, but that's how I, I rock on this one. This is definitely very nice. Um, 
Eldrosa, oh, <laughs> thank you very much. Always, always appreciated. Um, what do you? What is the? Okay, so let's actually. It's a great question. What What is one device that you're looking you're you're, you're uh, the most looking forward to in 2021? Um, for sure, the Find X3 Pro. I'm interested to see what what, what Oppo is going to be doing there. Um, all conversely, because that kind of also uh, permeates through to whatever the eight, uh, or whatever the nine Pro ends up being. So we'll have to see how those uh, those two devices. Um, I think the other one that I'm also really much interested to see is, and it's not necessarily a device, but more so a foldable device, uh, actually rollable device that, that we saw some, um, I would say, hints about it. And that was essentially uh, the Oppo one, so the Oppo Find X, I think. No, not the Oppo, the Oppo X uh, 2021 that, was an, uh, that we saw some teasers on it at the Oppo Development Conference at the end of uh, this month, actually. And um, that was one. And then the other one was the one from LG. They both had similar technologies where... The, the device doesn't actually open up. So it's not a folding. It's more of a rolling uh, situation. So I'm interested to see how those devices function because I feel like with that type of tech, we would eliminate the, the, the need for it to have a crease in the middle. Uh, the, tech, the actual display is entirely encompassed on the inside, protected on both sides. So you'll have a, a hard shell on the back, similar to more standard devices. It'll obviously be a little bit thicker, uh, but I'm, I'm interested to see what those devices have to offer and, of course, provide us. And thank you again very much for, for the super chat there. Uh, and I always, always appreciate it. Um, so many rumors about a Pixel 5 Pro. I know. I saw that one. Joe's uh, jumping on that. Thought, uh, what are your thoughts on it? I can't, I can't see it happening. So from everything we've known from, from Google and from Pixel, uh, if this was going to happen, it would have already happened. There's really a very small chance that there is a, a, one, sorry, a, a, a Pixel 5 Pro that's coming up from Google in 2021 when this will be obviously the year of the 888 and more series so the, to see google releasing a top of the line flagship in 2021 with last year's processor it's a little bit i'm not sure if that would happen if there's a possibility of a pro series with the uh you know for the pixel 6 maybe pixel 6 pro we'll have to see but more than likely it'll probably be a bigger version of what we have uh, with obviously more pro features maybe better cameras uh bigger batteries higher refresh rate with a higher uh you know qhd resolution display like we used to have uh, interested to see what they do definitely for sure um oh <laughs> greg dude thank you uh you there's you deserve this tk as much as we do all we appreciate it and i appreciate your support always always greg and everybody else hanging out with us here on saturday uh the 26th of december so it is basically 12 26 so one two two six in the u.s that's where we go for month day and then of course years 21 so one two two six two one a lot of twos and a lot of ones i love it and again thank you very much greg always always appreciate it man um, oh yeah, very much looking forward to the Xperia two, uh, the Xperia one Mark three. Uh, so we'll have to see what what they do. This is this is very interesting. Xperia Mark two, Xperia one Mark two, which by the way I'm hitting refresh on every single day now. I'm trying to get the Android eleven update to that. Has had a lot of success, a lot of things, and I loved all of the things that they've done with it. Um, what I would love to be able to see in 2021, obviously, is the obviously what the Xperia 1 Mark III does, uh, the improvements on the camera. Will they actually finally go with a slightly bigger sensor? Uh, similar maybe situation, triple camera sensor, same way. Uh, but I would love to see if there's anything else that they were able to improve, although not if I understand that it's not a priority for them. But I want to be able to see improvements on the front-facing camera. I feel like that was my by far the biggest 
if there was one thing to be said about the Xperia line this year is that the front-facing camera just did not get any love. And I feel like there's a lot of people that would have appreciated having Cinema Pro or Photography Pro work on the front-facing sensor. So that would be my hope for 2021, is just some slight improvements on the cameras there. Um, extreme skins, that's who should uh, should be <laughs> that's who it should be from. Um, I would love to see if extreme skins start uh, start doing some type of uh, uh, you know definitely some uh, some cyberpunk uh, skins. I would love to be able to pick up a few of those. I couldn't see it. I, I went through their uh, their uh, portfolio for the PS5, but I don't think they do anything for the Xbox Series X yet. Um, Aditya is jumping back. Uh, to, oh, interesting question. I would guess that the cost of manufacturing uh, the, the the FE should be significantly cheaper, and if you if you look uh, at the right place, you could find a cheap leather case. Okay, so I think there's a question that I may have missed. I uh, wonder, okay, what would cost more premium built or 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 given FE a leather case? I agree, I think Aditya, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, no, the FE should definitely be a lot less to to manufacture. It's an S20. If for any for the for the for the better realistically, I mean, it's essentially a, a remnant of what we saw with the S20 the S20 line, but it's more affordable at the six hundred dollars five ninety nine uh, price point. I, I wish that we just had it a little bit earlier than just having it released at the end of the year, uh, because we're pretty close to the S21 line. Um, Chemi's asking, uh, okay, so I was looking for the info, but remember back when when uh, when the EU was requiring for all phones to use the same micro USB port, the thing was because of the, the waste and also that something for laptops. Uh, I think I, I, I vaguely remember the requirement on that, but at the end of the day, it's more about what they're offering us and what they're taking away. Uh, they're not really offering us a better solution. Yes, we have USB-C on everything that is Android, and I think that makes life a little bit easier. So you don't have to buy a special cable. They do provide the cables in the box. But at the end of the day, when we're looking at things like this, we are paying more money year over year. Devices get more expensive. And of course, we're now paying more and more because we have to buy an extra charger. At, again, at a, at a rate that we probably didn't need to. So those are the things. I and I, but I understand the 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 the, um, the, 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 sta the statement that they made that, that they're they don't want to be putting more chargers out there is a little bit yes and no. You're not putting more chargers out there, but if your agents at the store when you're buying the phone are trying to sell you the higher end model, meaning you're you're buying the faster charger. That charger would not have been included in the box anyway. So you were going to upsell people anyways. They're not being sold on the chargers, the standard chargers, uh, unless they already have them. So we'll have to see. Um, oh, John's, yeah, definitely. I agree. They should have a discount. If they're going to include it and you're pre-ordering or you're buying it directly from their site, there's no reason why uh, a combination of the phone with the charger doesn't include uh, this somewhat of a discount. Uh, so it's not like there's there's not any improvement in the ecosystem if they're if they're standardized it they they can still no the technology is definitely being pushed by the OEMs uh, but it's also pushed by like companies like Qualcomm or MediaTek or Huawei they're the ones pushing the faster technology and they're mostly on the chipset manufacturing now Huawei obviously produces the Kirin chip and as well as the hardware for their devices uh, but like you know companies like Oppo OnePlus and so on where they rely on uh, Qualcomm chips but Qualcomm is pushing the limits uh, with uh, their charging technology uh, Greg came back uh, this one is this one is a ROM at Matt Tyler the I <laughs> got, got you back Matt yeah no uh, I think we all we probably all caught that one, uh, Greg. I appreciate that, man. Always, always appreciate it. 
let me see here real quick. <laughs> Greg, got to respect it, man. You got to respect the Greg. Uh, IR is jumping back here. Uh, time for companies like Anchor, Aki, and Rav Power, et cetera, to take advantage of the charger situation. Absolutely. that That's their bread and butter. And I think if not um, anything, I'm actually still interested to see why have we not seen third-party cases and chargers for the AirPod Maxes. There's no, almost no accessories, no aftermarket things, which I feel like Apple's been known for, right? But I, that's probably one of the reasons why I felt like it wasn't really intended to be released in December. I felt like this was done more like, hey, what are we doing this weekend? Let's, re let's release the AirPod Max. And they did. So we'll have to see. Um, you scratch my back. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Always, always appreciate it. Damon, always, uh, always helpful. Um, Dude, Joe, man, thank you very much. Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas to you and the fam, of course. Treat yourself to an advent calendar next time you deserve it. Uh, Merry Christmas and a great community. Hashtag TKception, TKR Bay. Um, you know, with that being said, I, I realize it is that we are at the one hour and a half mark. Let me see how far we have. How many more comments do I have? I, I don't think I have a... Oh, wow, there's quite a few. I'll make sure to bring it back up, uh, Joe, definitely for sure. Thank you very much for the uh, for the super chat. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, definitely make sure to get Goku's uh, Goku's uh, advent calendar. It's it's always one of those fun things because they include little, very nice little trinkets there. Uh, Joey B saying, I go through so many devices, I don't use... Uh, anything that is in the box uh, really okay uh, ready for the next user when time sells Aki for life um, so I'm, I'm a little bit with you on that 90% of my devices like at least the devices that I know are iteration style so right um, at the beginning of the year when I bought my S20 Ultra I bought the additional charger I did buy the extra charger the 45 watt charger for that and from that day to till now I haven't used any charger from a Samsung phone that comes in the box and that's because the 45-watt charger works at 25 for everything else. So I'm with you. We don't typically tend to take them out. I, I don't think that maybe you or I or some um, the majority of the guys the, of, of our audience right now or the guys that are hanging out with us are, are really the standard that, that I think that the average user would probably look into it. If you, if you go through what we go through and we change as many devices, that's something you can appreciate that obviously it may not impact you as much. But for a, for a person that is upgrading to this device after having another device for two years, their charger will in no way or shape or form be able to provide the full potential charging speed at the new device. So they would have to buy a new phone, a new charger, which will be another cost. So it's something to keep in mind. But I, yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't always use the main charger with the exception of this guy. So the OnePlus 8T, I do need to use the 65 watt charger because no other charger that I have. It's a proprietary, I would say, OnePlus slash Oppo technology. So that's something unique to them that even if I had a 65-watt charger from another company, it may not give us the same throughput. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, Joey, I think, is getting a couple of comments back. IR. Uh, oh, man, Joey's... Yes, so Joey's commenting back. He says, I'm a big fan of Anchor and Soundcore. Excellent products and reasonable prices. Hands down, yes. Anchor for years has been, I, if anything, very much an innovator in when it comes to battery tech, uh, capacity, charging speeds, availability, hardware. Um, and there's been a lot of improvements done outside of phone companies this year for charging tech. That's something to be appreciated. I reviewed a couple of chargers on the ch on the channel this year that had very fast chargers that are able actually even to charge up our MacBooks if you have a MacBook or if you're a Mac user. So definitely for sure, um, those companies are always going to be the, the ones that hold up the backbone of all of our users. Um, 
Uh, TK, I saw a new rumor about uh, display uh, getting tweaked on the Xperia 1 Mark III. I think those are always going to be the situations, the improvements on the display. I wonder if they're going to be able to push faster frame rates out of that display, because I think that was the biggest thing a lot of us were. Uh, I mean, we saw the the 90, the interpolation option that they included at the Xperia 1 Mark, III, Mark II, um, but I think for gaming, Sony made it very clear that the Xperia 5 was going to be their gaming phone for this year, and the Xperia 1 is for media. So those two kind of give you that experience. Uh, but for me, the most, the biggest thing that I'm waiting for from the Android 11 update, I want to finally get the 4K 120 uh, on the Xperia 1 Mark II, because that was something that was released with the Xperia 5, but never pushed up as an update to the Xperia 1. And from what I'm seeing is that supposedly that's going to be part of the Android 11 update. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, Joe say, I say I've uh, I've never had an, uh, an Aki product, but uh, always hear great things about uh, from the from, from Davin. Uh, I've been a great fan of them. Um, I have a couple of chargers in there. I have also had some of their headphones. Uh, they've been around for quite some time. They're big in the U.S. Aki uh, sound. Sorry, um, I, I forgot the uh, there's so basically Anchor and Aki are, are the two major one. Oh, and Raf Power always Raf Power. I always get a chance to get in touch with them as well. Um, <laughs> Davin's like too many chargers in the box. Uh, Anoop, uh, delete, uh, delete, hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Um, I started recording a song on my, uh, my voice recorder on the phone. And after I moved away, uh, from the phone, the sound decreased to low, uh, low as it can be to null. Couldn't hear anything I re uh, recorded after. Well, that happens with proximity. If I'm not mistaken, are you, yeah, as you move. So obviously at some point it stops or unless, it's, unless you had some ambient uh, sound around it, that, that would also be there, or it could just be too low for you to hear it. So that means transfer it to a PC and boost the audio if you want to be able to hear it from a further away. But the smartphone, smartphone microphones are intended to be for close proximity. They're not really meant for distance recording. So they're not a directional, they're not a shotgun type of microphone. If you want to be able to improve that experience, I would recommend an external mic connected to your device and recording the audio from it. And if you have more of a directional microphone, it should work from a distance. So maybe that helps. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh. So uh, also, I forgot that there's a cheap uh, cheap USB to 3.5 uh, jack dongle that works on my Pixel 5 uh, in the NTK. Oh, good, 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 good. I'm fine. I'm glad that you were able to find one because those are the ones we, we always need. They, they don't include those anymore in there. Um, da, 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 let me see. <laughs> it depends if you're using voice to text uh, there. Uh, before it works, fine, calls, no more, please. Uh, Okay. Um, I moved away from the phone. Seems okay. Uh, same thing happened when I tried to send the voice message on WhatsApp, and when I played the call, when I played Call of Duty, the teammates couldn't hear me. Couldn't hear my voice as it kept my phone in. But moved to okay. Um, you know, I would probably say let's let's connect on this a little bit. It's a little bit hard to try to work it in the middle of a video, but if you're having problems with microphone pickup on your device. I would make sure to first and foremost uh, maybe disable any kind of extra features that you may have um, and also make sure that your microphone is not being used by multiple applications, meaning if you're using a chat app uh, or if you're using something that could be taking the mic privilege away. So maybe just disable those so that, uh, you know, your microphone is not trying to do dual, you know, double duty there. Um, I'm assuming that it, I, I really don't, I'm not sure why the audio would, would go out, but it, uh, there, we would need to know a little bit more about that one. So, yeah. So, okay, I think we're getting to that point. We're almost at that level. I don't want to get, I don't want to forget the, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I sorry. Uh, oh, flash. If there's a new flash on the Amazon, always, always. Uh, okay. So I think if I'm not mistaken, I, I think you guys got me. You got me. We're getting there. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're gonna do it now. We're gonna do it now. Let's go ahead and bring it up here. And we're gonna kick it off with our buddy Aditya, as always. We always have to remember to do the inception, the TKception. So here we are. Share and whoa. Come on. Yes. <laughs> There's that timing. It always comes. Um, I want to say always, as as usual, thank you very much to Aditya for hanging out with us. Of course, Aditya, hashtag or TKR Bay, as always. Uh, Davin Davis, always, always uh, hanging out with all of us here. And of course, uh, <laughs> new to Twitch 2020, always appreciate you having having, having the time to spend with us here uh, on this Boxing Day or you know, December 26th, depending if you celebrate it. Uh, IR 1980, uh, always, always nice. Thank you very much. Matt Tyler, as always. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> TKception, TKR Bay, TK the man, the legend. Thank you. Juan Bagnell, of course, some LG chill guy. We will have another episode soon. And, of course, uh, some pun <laughs> some punchable face guy. Very much, man. Always, always appreciated everybody in the chat. Um, you know, Joe, everybody in there, uh, and of course Joey, of, as as it always is, you know, we do we we do many things in life, but I have to say this that the the live stream alone has been very very much a therapeutic thing for me, a very a very nice way for me to connect, for us to hang out, for us to chit chat, and kind of catch up on the things that are going on. Um, it's one of the things I, I appreciate, and I want to say still thank you very much to OnePlus for this amazing uh, Christmas surprise, I would say. That was a very much a Christmas surprise because I had no idea when it was coming. I didn't even know it was coming, and it shows up, and uh, it absolutely is a beauty. It, there is no question about how nice this device is and how well uh, all the optimizations that were done here. Let's go ahead and bring this in. If I can, oh, I need to kind of get out of <laughs> Optimizations, you get the samurai sitting in there, uh, the, uh, the the theme, the configuration, uh, the speed, overall, everything in there. It just looks really, really, really nice. Cyberpunk 2077, big fan. Uh, of course, everybody, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Joey, thank you, TK, Davin, everyone, for engaging in the live stream, as always. Uh, and, of course, uh, there would be good day. See everybody else in there. See you all next year, as as usual. Uh, don't forget tomorrow, uh, Saturday, sorry, uh, across the podcast with Matt and Sam. Um, uh, this is the best way to end the work work day on Boxing Day. Uh, Tika is awesome. Always, guys, thank you very, very much. And so, again, tomorrow, Matt and Sam, uh, the last, they're actually going to be also the same thing. So the, their last podcast of this year. Uh, let's not forget also on Monday, we have uh, Juan Carlos's last uh, live stream of the year. And if we're going to try to shoot for another live stream with the, the best of our week next Wednesday, not Thursday, mostly because of, again, Thursday will be you know New Year's Eve. So a lot of people will be spending that time with family. Uh, so with that being said, uh, <laughs> uh, thank you very much again to Matt, to IR, to Greg, to Joe, uh, to Aditya, as as always. And of course, uh, always appreciate everybody's uh, showing all the uh, <laughs> showing the love. Actually, this today, for some reason, I didn't drink as much. <sighs> I love this. Uh, I switched over to a crush, um, orange crush, if you guys are familiar with it. It's very, very nice. Uh 
they're still working on the guest list for tomorrow. We're, we'll we'll try to see what we could do, and uh, we'll have to make sure to catch the show. So Matt and Sam across the podcast. Thank you to everybody. Chemi, of course, in the comments. Aljosa, uh, Joey, Joe, uh, Matt, of course, uh, new to Twitch, of course, 2020. Davin Davis. Uh, I'm trying to catch everybody. Anoop is in there, of course, as well. Uh, Davin. Uh, Joey, uh, everybody, everybody. And of course, for everybody with the super chat, with the love and the support, I'll see you guys next year. Be safe, be healthy, have fun with the family and hope you guys got um, what you were looking for, what you wanted and what you anticipated for Christmas. If you celebrated, if not, I hope you guys are able to get what you need and all of the good things and positive thoughts to everybody. That's the best way I'm going to say. Let's end the year on positive thoughts so that we can hopefully turn it around and make 2021 the year that everybody remembers that we wanted 2020 to be. Take care. I'll see you guys soon. Again, thank you very much for the support and be safe. Bye-bye for now.